Hi, and welcome back to Alchemy of Genres. This is Selena from the South Brunswick Public Library, and we are on our last of the subject-specific podcasts for adults. After this, I'm going to be going to a more, hey, this is what I've been reading, and this is the best of the best for this month kind of thing. Uh... Only because, much as I love going through all the different subjects, it's harder and harder to find new ways to talk about books without trying to, I don't know, smush them into particular categories and or frantically read a million more books in a particular category. So, here we are. This time we are doing fluffy books, which I define as light, fun stories. Not too deep, not too many thoughts required, pure escapist. Give your brain a rest kind of book. Many people equate fluffy literature with just plain romance, which I find terribly sad, if that's your only definition, because while romance can be fluffy... I've read some really intense romance books. Uh, so I, as I usually do, included any sort of thing in all of the categories that is fun and fluffy and escapist. Some of them skirt the line of being a little more rough and a little less fluff. And some are just pure candy. But... Nonetheless, this is what we're doing. Next month, we will, well, I will be looking and talking about my picks for the best of the year that I've read in December. That I've read this year, I will discuss it in December. Wow. Okay. Hopefully you got what that meant. I don't know. My brain is broken. Hey, we're along for the ride. Welcome. Anyway, after that, every month, I will continue with the format of one podcast for teens and one podcast for adults, but they will be the best I've read that month in each of those categories. So this is our fluffy fun stories for adults. I will next week do our fluffy fun books for teens, and then in December, we'll talk about my picks for the best of the year. And they don't have to be new books, just new to me. And then we'll go into what I'm reading and things I found fascinating. And we can do that moving forward. And we'll see how it goes. I hope to hear from you. If you have any tips or hints or ideas, you can reach me in various formats on Instagram. The library has an Instagram the library Instagram I use is the SBPL Teens, because I'm the teen librarian at South Brunswick Public Library in New Jersey. You can also reach me uh, at our blog and comment there, which is also alchemy of genres at blogspot.com. So moving forward, now that I've wasted four minutes on random 
chatter about the future. Let's get into the actual meat of this topic, which honestly, there's no meat. It's all fluff. Candy floss. Books that are candy and sweet and awesome. Okay. First book is Clean Sweep by Ilona Andrews. It is the Innkeeper Chronicles number one. We're going to start off with a really good one. We got a magical alien house with doors to other worlds that can adjust to accommodate any need with the thought of the innkeeper in charge. You want a deep pool? Poof, you've got a deep pool. You need a room that's all nitrogen and no oxygen? Poof, you've got that too. Yeah. You've got an innkeeper who runs the magical alien house and then falls for a sexy werewolf. Yep, it's a fun, entertaining series. There are lots of moments of tension because it's a story. You need some oppositional forces to fight against. But it is escapist and fun, and there's some romance, and hello, dude, magical alien house that lets you just wander into magical alien worlds via doorways. Yeah. Sign me up. I want a room. Can I be a maid or something? I I want that. I, 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 I really want that. That'd be awesome. My next pick is actually a book that was recommended to me uh, by a friend of mine. And I am so, so happy that she recommended it to me. Thank you, Shaylee. C.M. Nascosta, The Morning Glory Milking Farm. Yes. What's a gal to do when you can't find a good job in your field and you're broke? Especially with all the student loans. Doesn't that sound familiar? Well, if you're Violet, you go for an unconventional job in Cambrick Creek, where most of the non-human businesses are. What's the job? Milking minotaurs. Because minotaur bull semen is a key ingredient in many male enhancement products, so she can legitimately say she's working for a pharmaceutical company and not tell anyone what exactly it is that she's doing. But, you know, she's not saying it's not intriguing. She's just not going to tell everyone about her deep thoughts about this. Violet figures she can do anything for a chance to stay out of her mom's basement. What she isn't expecting is to be good at the job. And to make friends. And maybe, maybe, meet one very special sexy minotaur. This is an awesome book. I really wish Nascosta had written some more. Come on, write some more. I want some more. I did not expect this to be as fun as it was. It was utterly ridiculous in its premise. And yet I bought it. I bought all of it. The hook, line, and sinker. Bought the whole thing. And loved it. So fun. Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Thanks to the TV series, lots of people know about this. But I also think it's the perfect turn off your brain and just enjoy it book. 
You've got a demon and an angel determined to stave off the apocalypse by protecting it and redirecting the Antichrist. But they're protecting the wrong child. And the Antichrist is on his own doing his thing. And thus are everyone scrambling around trying to force the apocalypse, fight the apocalypse, fight the angels, fight the demons, while missing the actual things like the Antichrist. Yeah, it's awesome. I hear they're doing a part two. I don't know what they're doing because I haven't finished watching the series. But I do adore the book. So you can't go wrong with it. The Encrypted series by Shannon, Shannon McGuire. Discount Armageddon is the first book. This series is fun with a bit of romance, some intrigue, and a lot of humor. Imagine if non-humans were real and right under everyone's noses, but hidden. Now imagine a secret war. We hate them all versus everyone is welcome. That's my own categories, obviously. And then you have a family caught in the crossfire. Various books follow different family members. Ver Number one is Verity. She's a dancer, ballroom dancing specifically, and also into parkour and free running while trying to save cryptids from injury and or discovery who falls for a Covenant of St. George guy who wants her dead until he meets her and thinks all cryptids are evil and horrible until he meets them. It's fun. The whole series is amazing. And it's just pure escapist. I cannot recommend it high enough. Just go. Enjoy. Three Mages and a Margarita. The Guild Codex Spellbound, number one, by Annette Marie. A girl with anger issues who needs a job, tries for a bartending job. Turns out it's at a magical guild hall, and no one minds her sass, if she doesn't mind all the magic. I love the fun and sexy character of the main person. And while there are moments of admiring of all the sexy guys, there's three that are specifically she befriends closely. This is just a fun adventure. There's no sex, some kissing and naughty thoughts, and a lot of magical adventures and danger and discovery. And, and each one has a different drink. So I, I can't stop reading these. They're so fun. And I kept waiting for it to turn into like a big harem romance. But no, they're just sexy thoughts and attempting to date, but it's not working and we'll just be friends all around. It's like the perfect mwah of a book. Yeah. And a series, rather. 65 Hours by N. E or excuse me, N R Walker. Or is it Newhold? Oh Lord, I forgot to write down the author. I'm sorry. Um but the book is called Sixty Five Hours. I can't believe I forgot to write the author. Cameron and Lucas are advertising execs who have sixty five hours to pull together the campaign of their careers. This is a perfectly fun and funny, perfectly smutty, well developed romance. That's a fast read. And it reads kind of like watching a rom-com 
movie. Like, I hate you. I hate you more. Kiss me. Yeah, that. Beautiful. And I have another one where I forgot to write the author. What is wrong with me today? Okay, Dragon Scholar is the name of the book. Devin Marks loves books more than anything. He meets Brand Drake at an auction and gladly accepts the offer to come and value his extensive collection at his mansion. Brand, though, is a dragon. And he really wants to keep Devin as his own in his as many ways as he can keep him. Though how to prove dragons exist is a large hurdle and he's worried about scaring him. So he decides to pretend to be human and they have a quick flirty affair and then Devin turns up pregnant, which is not normal for a human. They aren't used to that. So voila, welcome. Dragons are real. And anyone who sleeps with him can get pregnant with dragon babies. Yeah. This is a fun, silly story with dragons and magic and clueless humans and dragon babies. And I enjoyed it. It was just silly fun. Clutch by Piper Scott. Nate meets Alistair through a grinder hookup. Then unexpectedly, three months later, he lays eggs. What? Turns out Alistair is a dragon. Yep, there's more of these. And while he wants to raise his children in the eggs, he also wants to woo Nate. And he wants him to stay. He wants to keep him. Everyone is against it because Nate is in the wrong bloodlines and he's not pure enough for a dragon like him. But he doesn't care. And... They are determined to make this work for themselves and for their children. There's another light and fun romp. Some serious moments here and there as prejudice and uh, biases raise their heads. But overall, just a fun and silly story that I greatly enjoyed. Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall. Luke, son of famous parents, needs a break after a scandal. Oliver is the perfect gay man. He's a barrister, a vegetarian, and untarnished by any scandals. They agree to fake date, but of course they start to fall for each other for real. Duh. It's a fun, flirty book. I don't usually enjoy fake dating stories, but this one worked out well, and I'm a fan of Alexis Hall, so I had to give it a shot. This is not the deepest book, but again, we're talking fluff. This is perfect. Finders Keepers by N.R. Walker. Is there anything more adorable than meeting over a lost dog? It's a meet cute of epic proportions. I found your lost dog and I'm sharing pictures of him with you. Oh my God, thank you for finding my dog. We should meet. We should hang out. You're cute. You're cute. This is so perfect. Set in Australia. But it's quite seamless. It could be anywhere aside from some place names and phraseology that is specific to Australia. But it's just the perfect fluffy romance book of all time. Dragons Don't Eat Meat by Kim McDougall. Kira is a pest controller of otherworldly pests. She has a soft heart and ends up helping her housing a lot of misfits. 
She finds a baby dragon, and in trying to find him home and track down the people killing the other dragons, she was there when he was orphaned, Kira ends up in hot water. This is fluffy, but also a very strong adventure novel, so there's a lot of fluff to it, but it's still, it's a fluffy adventure. Tribulations of Ross Young by A.J. Sherwood. This book is told in a series of episodic tales. She actually wrote it in a series of uh, almost like magazine articles, but they were on her blog, and then she turned them into a book. They are all from the point of view of Ross Young, a young man introduced into the world of supernaturals through his overnight shift at a gas station where he begins to really notice some things that most people ignore. He is then employed as a personal assistant to a head vampire and his assorted clan of misfit supernaturals. Sherwood has written a quick, funny story with a bit of romance, full of humor and fun. And this is like, you want a fun, fluffy book with some laughs? Tribulations of Ross Young. Perfect. Ballsy Boys. Rebel is the first book. This is K.M. Newhold. Speaking of fluffy, but very naughty. This is a series featuring porn stars, the Ballsy Boys of the series, falling in love and also getting further info on how they got into porn how they like it, what happens when love gets into the mix. It's sort of an examination of the porn industry while also being a fun, fluffy romance book. Every character is different and every character, you get to meet various characters through the series and they're all into porn for various reasons. Altogether, it's a very fun and fluffy series with lots of sex because porn stars. Uh, Rebel is the first one where a porn star uh, hooks up with a fan and the the fan is also a college student trying to finish his degree and they just hit it off and things are off and running. Boom. Go. Spy Family. This is by Tatsuya Endo. And it is an amazing, fun manga series with an assassin mom, a spy dad, and a telepathic daughter. They're brought together for the sake of a mission, because they're not actually together. And not all of them know about the other ones. The telepathic daughter knows everything but doesn't understand because she's only five. The spy dad knows that he picked a wife and a child, but doesn't know she's a telepath or that his wife is an assassin. And so... You have lots of hijinks. Um, they're also beginning to morph into a real family of sorts, which happens when you spend a lot of time with each other. Unicorn Union by Hawk Oakley. The Fairy Tale Mates, number one. This is a uh, male pregnant universe where omegas give birth. Male, female, alpha, omega, that kind of thing. Ryan is a single omega dad. The alpha father took off. It makes him, he is reading a book about unicorns to his son, and he makes a silly wish for his own happily ever after. And then stumbles upon Ulysses, who is a unicorn shifter. I'll say that again. Unicorn shifter. Mm-hmm. Ulysses really likes Ryan, adores his son, and 
leaves you thinking, could fairy tales really come true? Of course they can if you're reading a fluffy, fluffy romance story with a unicorn shifter. Ah, okay. This is kind of a definition of a romance fluffy story. So fun. You have a unicorn. You have a young child who's adorable. A broken-hearted man who's been abused. Well, not really abused, but left to fend for himself and could use a knight in shining armor and hey look the knight is also the horse (laughs) sorry okay moving on chosen one series the first one is called all or nothing this is by blake macy blake sorry this is a fun harem gay romance fantasy where the chosen one needs mates from various species, they're all shifters or supernaturals of some kind, to fulfill a prophecy. It's very light on plot, but heavy on sexy times, because harem. But there is a plot with the bad things happening to people and running around and trying to save the world. And there's all kinds of, you know, there's griffins and dragons and hellhounds and all kinds of different peoples. And by peoples, I mean supernatural constructs. Yeah. And they all get to just roll around and have massive orgies with each other while fulfilling a prophecy that they don't understand and they have to figure out. So fun. Scout and the Lavender Girl by K.C. Littleton. Scout is a retired WNBA star. Lavender Girl, a.k.a. Evie, is a curvy, talented chef with lots of bad luck hitting all at once. Scout isn't in a good place because of a bad breakup and definitely isn't sure she trusts falling in love for a bisexual girl because she's been burned before. You say you like girls, but then you really want a guy and she's just in a bad place. Evie is just determined to be herself and not compromise and not apologize for who she is or who she's fallen in love with in the past, and she really likes Scout. It's a fun, sweet book with food and sass, and and I love Evie so much. Master of the Night by Angela Knight. Mageverse number one. Vampires, but also Knights of the Round Table? Yes, please. This is a series that is very, very light in story. Heavy in sex and fun and silliness. Um, I I don't want to get it too far into it, explaining it, because it's really, really silly. However, sexy, fun, just go with it. Men are vampires that need to feed on women who are sorceresses but also produce extra blood to be able to feed the men who need them. Yeah. Go for it. It's fun. Dungeon Master by Alex Silver. This was one I stumbled across and could not resist. A fun story based on a basic misunderstanding. You've got one guy who plays Dungeons and Dragons and is looking for a DM or a dungeon master to run the games or to go to because he doesn't like the group he's with. And he thought, "Ah, this guy says he's a dungeon master. I could play with him. Meanwhile, the other guy is a dungeon master as in a dom at a BDSM club. Different kind of dungeon. 
So the two of them are talking and both of them are saying words, but both of them are misunderstanding things and let the fun ensue. I adored this book and uh, Silver explain has the main character explaining once the misunderstanding comes to light because it doesn't take very long, but there's a bit of time where it's pretty funny and explaining all of the proper protocols for a BDSM club and, and consent and safety and all of those things. I really, really liked this book. It was so fun. I Married a Naga by Regine Abel. This one has a terrible cover and I just knew this was going to be the epitome of silly fluff and I was hoping it wouldn't be too terrible. I was very shocked at how good I really thought this was. Serena is on Tranger for a first hunt, which is where they, a bunch of aliens get together, um, people, various hunters, to kill and, and claim a prize of some sort. She inadvertently crosses a line like a literal do not cross this line or your life is forfeit line in that was set up with the game hunters and the native peoples of the planet because she sees a family in danger. This means that her life is forfeit, but because she saved a family, they find a loophole, which is that if she marries an Ordosian, she is then technically an alien hunter she's part of the people and therefore she didn't break any laws sorrow is fascinated with her and he is a naga and in case you don't know a naga is a being which is half snake half human looking and uh, abel plays with this how human is human how snake is snake and and how does this work? How do they fall in love? How do they interact? What I found very interesting is how much more thoughtfully written this was than I expected. Lots of very cool details on how a snake type person and a snake based society might run. Things like what furniture would they use? How often would they eat? What kinds of things would they eat? What sanitary practices and needs would they have? How would that be different for them as they're interacting with a human who has different needs and eats different foods and has different default settings? Really much better book than I was expecting. Still a terribly cheesy cover, but now I'm going to be looking for more books because I'm intrigued. I was surprised. I very fun and fluffy book, but not badly written. Very much a an adventure, sci-fi, romance, fluffy, fun book. So there you go. Stephanie Holmes with the Nevermore Bookshop Mysteries. A Dead and Stormy Night is the first one. A magical bookshop which occasionally brings fictional characters to life? Yeah, sign me up. Add in three sexy men, Moriarty, Heathcliff, and Raven slash Poe. Yeah, it's the Raven who can transform into a human when he calls himself Poe when he does that. Because calling himself Raven is weird. 
Uh, they are all obsessed with a girl who is smart, doesn't know her own worth, and is struggling with a recent health crisis, which has changed her life. Yeah, this makes me not only excited to read it, but I'm going to actively pretend it's me that's the protagonist, because why not? That's what good literature does. You put yourself in the protagonist's space. Holmes has written a fun book with moments of thrill. There is a mystery to solve, after all. It's not often that you find a fun fluffy mystery with sex most of the cozy mysteries are fun and fluffy but there's no sex and it's just very fluffy fluffy fun with elderly you know people solving mysteries with cats this one has a reverse harem and a bookstore and fictional things that come to life yeah jane castle illusion town Ghost Hunters number 13, but each of them are sep- are standalone because she, she doesn't often write a lot of series that you need to read in order. Jane Castle is a pseudonym for Jane Ann Krentz and Amanda Quick, both of which are New York Times bestselling authors, in case you haven't read any of them. She's known for her romance books and has been written... The, write, written? Blah, blah. Let's try that again. She has been writing... For a very long time. I started reading her when I was 14. And that was a very long time ago. With this name, the Jane Castle pseudonym, she writes fluffy, silly sci-fi romance books. The sci-fi crust is very thin. But she always writes a good story. And she's a ninja at romance stuff. Illusion Town is a Vegas-like town in the world of Harmony, which is a planet far, far away. Hannah and Elias wake up married with no memory of doing it, but somehow remembering that they need to keep running. They, of course, like each other more and more each day, and the danger is increasing as they work to unravel the mystery of who they are and how they got here. There's psychic powers, there's deeply felt love and lust and danger. Yeah. I... What else can you say? Just read it. It's awesome. The Fit Trilogy, number one, is called Fit by Rebecca Weatherspoon. Violet is a producer of various programs on the Food Channel. She is determined to lose some weight. She tries various fitness options, but thus far, all of them make her feel worse about herself or hurt her physically or both. She decides to try a personal trainer. Grant is taken with Violet immediately. He thinks she's the bee's knees and hot as all get out. And he really shouldn't be training her while also trying to date her. But he can't help it. The other bad idea? Using his BDSM dominant experience to turn following orders into something much, much sexier. And most gyms don't endorse the rewards of following said orders you know so fun a great story uh weatherspoon did her research into actual bdsm communities so it's not a cheesy 50 shades of gray thing it is literally fun with a curvy main character and a fit fine man who falls for her And not because he wants to fix her and change her, but just because he thinks she's lovely and beautiful and and he wants to get to know her better. And also he likes giving her orders and sexy times. So, you know, you can't go wrong with that. Fox Hollow 
by Morgan, Morgan Bryce, Fox Hollow Zodiac, I should say. Fox Hollow is an idyllic town deep in the Adirondack Forest of New York. The town is a safe haven for shifters who don't have to hide. I, the first book is Hunter. The psychics who live there are also, you know, there's a big psychic school that is in town in addition to all of the shifters in town. And everybody knows about everything and believes in everything. So it's kind of like a magic place. So the first book called Hunter has a hunter invading the town who uh, is intent on killing and he doesn't care who he's killing. He's a bad guy. He's chasing a fox shifter who finds his fated mate, a wolf. While trying to figure out life and love, danger comes for them in the form of the hunter. And he's coming for the town as well. Bryce is amazing at writing fun stories with believable characters and tense but satisfying thrills along the way. I really like the series. It's just fun and fluffy and silly. Pebble for Lewis, the Alaskan Pebble Gifters, number one, by Amy Bellows. I was taken aback by this one, but I decided to try it. I'm doing fluffy reads, after all. I mean, but really, a penguin shifter falling for a polar bear shifter? It just... what? Bellows writes a believable backstory to the romance, though, and the taboos against it. This is a male pregnant universe with the alphas and the omegas. In, in, in the style of the story. But also, it's just about a town in Alaska where things are supposed to always follow rules and we never associate with those people and those people never associate with us because they're different. And then what happens when a couple of people ignore the rules and fall in love anyway, even though they're not supposed to? It's not all Romeo and Juliet because that's way more intense than this is. This is just a very funny, fluffy story with well-defined characters and world building um, that I wasn't expecting to enjoy. And I really did. So there you go. Fifth Gender by G.L. Carragher. Tristal is an alien, a Galloy specifically, which is a tiny five foot something purple alien with hair that moves on its own, kind of like sea anemones. Looks like um, locks, but it is purple and it moves on its own without conscious, like subconscious thoughts. You can control it, but also if you're not thinking about it, the hair is sort of giving a window into your emotions. Yeah. Dre is a detective on board a spaceship where Triss is living. Triss is an exile from his people and he's happily adapting to life with humans and other aliens on this spaceship and he really likes Dre. Dre likes Triss but isn't sure they're compatible but just as they start to explore the possibilities of a relationship, a crisis forces them to work together to solve a murder of a Galloy, which never happens. They literally don't have a word for murder. Figuring it out will force both of them closer and show many hidden facts about these xenophobic aliens. Sweet, fun, really cool alien race. The five genders are explained very well. It gives a whole different viewpoint. Uh, 
to I don't know it was just really thoughtful I wish there were more books it says it's a number one in a series but there haven't been any more written so I'm guessing she decided not to continue it or maybe she'll eventually get back to it I don't know but I really liked it Robert Asprin with Fool's Company Fool's Company are military rejects that no one wanted but Fool that's his name is determined to make them shine when an alien enemy attacks, Fool and his soldiers are sent to a distant planet, and they won't stop until all is won, or everyone is gone, whichever comes first. It's a fun military-style adventure with some comedic moments and a whole underdog vibe. I mean, how can you resist? It's all about, you're not bad at your job, it's just people never understood what you were good at and gave you the opportunity to shine. Yeah, I'm going to fall for that every single day time. Who wouldn't? Dragonlance Chronicles, The Dragons of Autumn Twilight is the first one, and this is an older series, but it's a classic by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. This is fluffy but serious, fantasy but deep, until not. There's moments of both. This one rides the line, but being an entire series that is set in a D&D universe with war and betrayals, pure escapism, which for me is equally exactly what I want I'm in equal measures. I want some tension. I want some cool things. I want fights and tears and moments of realization of the universal evil is coming. Yeah. This isn't really fluffy fluffy. Think pet crocodile maybe. It's on the fluffy side, but more scaly than fluffy. But still a rockin' adventure, pure escapist. And so I'm putting it in here because it's been around forever and and it it's really good at getting you out of your head. Last but not least, we have Magic Lost, Trouble Found by Lisa Sheeran. This is Rain Benares number one. Rain is a sorceress of moderate powers from an extended family of smugglers and thieves with a mix of street smarts and magic spells. She can usually take care of herself. But when her friend Quentin, a not quite reformed thief, steals an amulet from the home of a powerful necromancer, Rain finds herself wrapped up in more trouble than she cares for. It's a fun magical romp with a sassy street smart main character and I really like her and I really like the storyline and it's just a fun fluffy series so there you have it there's our fun fluffy list of interesting escapist literature and this is the perfect time to do that you have lots of holidays coming and you might be trapped by your family or maybe you don't have a family and you feel trapped by being alone either way find a good book dive in you're never alone when you have a book. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to support your local library and your local bookstore and read more books. Thank you. <laughs>